0: Hey, divorced dads. So, this segment is going to be um, my financial proposed financial agreement with my wife. I'm going to review um, the state rules. I live in Connecticut. I'm going to kind of give you a quick overview of my situation and then my plan. Um, kind of getting into the nitty gritty of divorce now. <clears throat> so, all the help I can get, please call up. Let me know if I'm walking the right road. So, again, I live in and the Connecticut laws are equal distribution and divorce. There is no law in Connecticut that states that marital property will be allocated equally between the spouses. Instead, the courts in this state apply the principle of equitable distribution, which holds that division should be fair even if it is not strictly equal. A family law court will consider several different factors when making a determination about how to divide marital property. These include the financial liability of each spouse, each spouse's contribution to the acquisition, preservation, and or appreciation of their respective estates. The goal of equitable distribution is to ensure that each spouse walks away from the marriage with his or her fair share of the marital estate. Marital versus separate property in in a divorce. Marital property can include real estate such as a home. I don't have that. A pension plan. I do. Vehicles. I do bank accounts, I do. Income tax refund, we do, and or household furnishings, we do. Generally, anything that was acquired during the course of the marriage may be considered to be an asset of the marital estate. Items and funds that either spouse owned prior to the marriage, on the other hand, may be considered separate property. So that's kind of a view of laws. Let me tell you my situation. So my situation is married for 15 years. And my wife and I both worked, um, our, a kind of marital agreement was I covered the living expense rent, which was one of our primary chunks. And then let's call 50% of all the other stuff. It could be food. It could be camps. It could be, um, uh, uh, retainers and dental work, stuff like that. And then my wife was responsible for healthcare. She got through school, insurance, um, groceries for the kids, electricity, garbage, utilities. So that was kind of the breakdown. Um, Myself, I'm a sales guy and I've had a decent but sometimes choppy um, uh, work history where you know, I've had some jobs two, two and a half years, some jobs three, four months. Um, I have had a consistent income based on uh, Social Security of between eighty and $180,000, $200,000 every year. So I'm consistent, never missed a rent bill. Um, but because of that, the kind of dynamic was... I spent most of the the cash keeping us afloat and my wife was the saver she had, she had 401k um, and um, some contribution from her schools. So net net today on our financial affidavit, I am sitting with not a lot of um, assets right so I'm kind of cash poor. I have about twenty thousand dollars worth of cash in the bank. I have about $8,000 worth of um, stocks in a 401k. I own a car worth about $8,000. And that's about it. So, uh, And again, divorce was kind of a surprise to me. So I definitely didn't financially prepare as best I should have. My wife, on the other hand, has about $200,000 Two hundred thousand dollars in pension, uh, not pension. Pardon me, in four hundred one k, and um, about five thousand dollars in the bank. So she has saved a decent amount. Her parents are also um, fairly wealthy and have been funding her divorce. So that's so it's kept her from um, draining her her cash. So she has about two hundred thousand dollars in four hundred one k and about five thousand dollars, maybe ten thousand dollars in cash. And what I have asked for in my transaction is um, alimony. First, each party shall waive any claim for alimony from the other. And my thought process on that was, we just do not have a lot of earnings potential to be able to or reserve funds um, and savings to be able to allocate alimony on either side, uh, child support, unreimbursed medical, uh, expenses. This is kind of mandatory. There's not much around this child support and unreimbursed medical expenses shall be paid pursuant to the guidelines, right? So there's state guidelines in Connecticut, um, whether I'm on, on unemployment, whether I'm not on unemployment, um, uh, and, reg- and and tiers up based on how much I make. So that's kind of set. Mr. O will inform your client within 48 hours of obtaining employment. He shall pay current support based on his unemployment compensation. Currently, I am unemployed. Bank accounts. The parties shall each retain their respective bank accounts. Retirement accounts. The parties' retirement accounts shall be equalized as valued on the date of the divorce. Debts. The parties shall each be responsible to pay for their respective debts in their individual names. I actually had that changed, addendum, and that we should um, split our debts. So that's my dissolution action, fairly plain and simple. Uh, Retain bank accounts, equalize retirement accounts, split debts, pay child support, and unreimbursed medical expenses on the state guidelines and waive alimony. Uh, I'd love for you guys to chime in. That is the state kind of guidelines. That's what I proposed. I am told my lawyer very openly, I want to be fair in this. I'm not looking to um, ask for too much. But then again, audience, what should I be asking for? Is that the right thing? Uh, One thing that I did notice is that we are retaining our bank accounts. Should I also say that we are uh, splitting our bank accounts? Am I being too one-sided on that? Was that the wrong thing? Or or should I use that as a negotiation ploy? I don't know. Again, this is all new to me. I'm trying to be fair. um, And I'm going on the guidance of an attorney. If you guys heard my lawyer segment that, you know, He's definitely not top of the totem pole. So I want to make sure he's guiding me the right way. Uh, Next episode up will be my parenting plan in a little more detail. Uh, That is, uh, you know, we talked about it in the previous episode. I've managed to chip away a little bit of that by going directly to my kids. But, um, and that'll be the kind of wrap up of the two components of my case. But, you know, once again, that's kind of a wrap on, on my, on my, Financial dissolution, both state and my perspective. Give me any feedback, guys. I'd uh, love to hear what you proposed, uh, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked. And again, I'm in Connecticut. I know guidelines change state by state. Um, but again, this is an open forum. And the more we hear and the more we're guided, the better off we are. Once again, folks, hello yeah.